I want to invite you to turn with me, if you would, to Genesis chapter 1. And we're going to read the first three verses of Scripture found in Genesis chapter 1. Amen. The Bible reads in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. In verse 3, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. I want to talk to you today about this title, The Voice in Transition. Wherever you find yourself right now during this sermon, I would ask you to bow your head with me and pray that God's word would touch your heart and the hearts of all who are listening today. Let's pray together. Father, we love you. We're so thankful, God, for this opportunity, Lord Jesus, to come together and to hear your word. I pray, Lord, it would speak to a heart today. I pray our lives would be forever changed, that your spirit would speak to us in our current circumstance, and you find us where we are today, right in our home. And I pray in Jesus' name, every home would be full of the sweet spirit of God and forever change us for your glory. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. Amen. These opening verses of Scripture describe the earth as being bleak and barren. It describes it as being without form and void. And being without form speaks of having no distinct shape. To be void tells us that it was vacant and empty. And it also says that darkness was upon the face of the deep or the watery depths. And darkness is well, darkness is just the absence of light. And even though the earth was formless, empty, and dark, at this stage in earth's creation, it is still in the process of formation. It just wasn't finished yet. If we were present with God while he was creating earth and having no knowledge of his plan and how it would look in the end when he was finished, we would likely wonder what is he doing? We perhaps would think this does not look very appealing, or we may even voice our concern to, and say, where is he going with this? I spent a number of years in residential construction framing houses, and when we would take on a project, many times we would do what was called a site visit before any construction had started. We would pull up to the building lot or piece of ground where the house was to be built, and much of the time, the terrain was rough and underdeveloped. Sometimes it was dotted with tree stumps and fallen trees. Other sites had a bulldozer pushing back brush, rocks, and debris. So you would see mounds of dirt and rocks and wood scattered on the building lot. It certainly didn't look appealing. And it was a long way from being finished. But even in that rough Far from finished stage of construction, it was still a part of the process of development. And once we would arrive on site to begin our part of the job, which was framing, we would be surrounded by building material required to build the house. We had plans that detailed exact measurements and specific outlines and different elevations to guide us through the entire construction process. Even with a detailed set of plans and notable progress on the house, there were times, many times, when homeowners would show up 
to the sight and be overwhelmed. Because what they were seeing was different from what they had envisioned. The current stage of development didn't look like the finished product. A floor system in place with two walls standing in a scrap lumber piled to one side of their building lot. They knew it wasn't finished, but sometimes they just needed some reassurance that we would deliver on building them the house of their dreams and the house that they planned on. Often, my employer at the time, Todd Young, would say this phrase to the homeowners, don't worry, we're not done yet. A week from now, it will look much different. At the beginning of God's plan, the earth was formless and it was empty. But look at the glory of creation that would follow over the next seven-day period. If we were present with God when He was creating our world, we would likely display concern for how the project was unfolding and the timeline. And we were, what we were seeing was not what we were envisioning. God may say to you and I, don't worry, I'm not done yet. A week from now, it will look much different. This is a part of the process of creation. And it may seem difficult to understand. Words like formless, empty, and darkness. But there is something powerful that's revealed. A truth, you could say, that shows itself early in the scriptures. God alone brings form out of formlessness. And in doing so, He alone sustains it. A model, you could say, for how God works is given to us. Remember this, CCC family and those who are listening. God works from formless to formed, from emptiness to fullness, and from darkness to light. I want to assure you today that even though the landscape of life currently feels formless to you and I, perhaps life now feels very empty and that you feel that darkness envelops you all the time. I would dare say to you in words of faith that God is not finished with you even though the landscape would speak otherwise. You are simply in the process of formation. Verse 2 of Genesis chapter 1, the Bible says, And the earth was without form and void. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. And then the Bible says the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. What is amazing about this passage is the word moved and what it means. It means to brood over as a hen would stand over her eggs to hatch them. And in doing so, she would bring them to their next stage of life and development. So I submit to you today, God positions himself over what he's created because he is ready to bring it to the next stage of life and development and maybe that's you today. Maybe that's all of us today. Life has felt like the opening verses of Scripture. You know God is real. And you know that He has been involved in your life to some extent. But all of a sudden, very quickly, life feels formless. Things just seem like they're out of place. And it also seems empty. So many people 
feel that life has been drained from them right now. They've lost a lot in their homes, maybe finances or health. Perhaps hope and peace has been very much removed from your life right now. And the depths of your soul just feel like it's covered in darkness. Remember, remember these words. God worked from formless to formed. Emptiness to fullness. Darkness to light. With God, it's always a matter of progressing and developing you and I so we can become the best representation of God's plan for us. God is not done with you, saint of God. But I will tell you, He is working on you. If I could put it this way, He is moving or hovering over your situation because it's time to bring you to the next stage of development in your walk with God and to see His perfect plan unfold for your life. His presence and His Spirit are hovering even in your home because perhaps now is the time that your home is brought to a brand new stage of awareness of His presence and consecration to His church and to His name. God is hovering over you and I because it's time to bring us to the next stage of development. In order for transition To transition out of a state of formlessness, emptiness, and darkness, the next stage in creation, it required two elements. It required God's Spirit to move, and it also required God's voice. Two elements that always accompany God's plan, His Spirit and His Word. Before certain elements could exist, they required God's voice to create them. Until God spoke, the material world as we know and have come to love and appreciate, it did not exist. The great transition in creation happened when God Almighty opened up His mouth and spoke. And we find that in verse 3 of Genesis chapter 1. What God spoke to create the creative process, to begin the creative process. And God said... Let there be light, and there was light. In the power of God's voice, we find creative authority. God's timing was perfect because at the right moment, He spoke into existence what was needed at that particular time. Church, CCC family, He always knows what to say and when to say it. He always knows what to create, when and how to create it. And somebody said, Amen. God's plan moved forward, carried by the power of His spoken word. Transition happened when God spoke. There was a divine order being implemented with every word that was proceeding out of the mouth of God. And what had not existed, what had not existed was now being created and introduced into his plan, all because he spoke. Formlessness, emptiness, darkness, they were transitioning and they were developing because God started speaking perhaps it was earth's defining moment when god lifted up his voice and he spoke 
let there be light. I submit to you, church family, and all you who are watching from home, no matter where you find yourself, that much like earth's defining moment was when it heard God's voice speak into its situation, that it's your home's defining moment when the voice of Almighty God begins to speak into the four walls and under the roof of the place you called home. It's God's desire to speak transition in life into your home today. Let there be light. God always speaks what we need. The New Testament records an account of the disciples and they were enduring a storm, a very uncomfortable situation. Mark chapter number 4 and verse 38. The Bible says he, speaking of Jesus, was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? Don't you care, Jesus, about my circumstance? Maybe you've prayed that recently. God, don't you see us in this pandemic? God, do you see me in my isolation? God, do you see me in my confining circumstance? The next verse, verse 39 the Bible says that Jesus arose. He responded to the cry of his disciples. And he rebuked the wind, the scripture says. And he said unto the sea, the thing in which he created. He said to the sea, peace be still. And the wind ceased. And there was a great calm that came. They felt that their lives were in jeopardy. Isolated on a ship now being tossed amongst violent waves. No doubt their sense of security was weakened and perhaps shattered. Their sense of fear was elevated. Their problem was no doubt confining. Isolated to their boat. Surrounded by chaos. But even though that's the outline and description of their circumstance. They were not alone and in this season where we feel confined isolated set aside and perhaps like fear is running rampant in our minds i submit to you today ccc family that you are not alone just like jesus was in the boat with the disciples jesus is in your home with you right this moment ready to help calm the storm that you're enduring ready to speak into your circumstance Jesus was in the boat and just like they're not alone on the boat none of us are alone today Jesus used the power of his spoken word to restore peace and to restore calm he and to remind the disciples of the power of his 
word. And when God Almighty speaks to the church, He always restores peace. He always restores calm. Because everything else that would drive fear into your heart and into your spirit, it has to yield to His sovereignty and His authority. When it comes into His presence, it no longer has the power it did. It reduces itself to peace and calm in His presence when He speaks His Word. The Bible gives us descriptive language of God's voice. Psalms chapter 68 and verse 33. I love this passage. He says, To him who rides upon the highest heavens, which are from ancient times, behold, he speaks forth with his voice, a mighty voice. The prophet Jeremiah in Jeremiah 10 and 13 says this, When he uttereth his voice, there is a multitude of waters in the heavens, and he causeth the vapors to ascend from the ends of the earth. He maketh lightnings with rain and bringeth forth the wind out of his treasures. In Ecclesiastes chapter 8 and verse 4, perhaps this sums it up for us today. Where the word of a king is, there is power. And who may say unto him, what doest thou? When God moves with his spirit and speaks with absolute power and authority, our situations and our circumstances, I tell you, CCC and those watching, our circumstances, they have to change. Their climate and environment of our lives, they begin to clear and they begin to take shape. And what was formless now begins to make sense. And what felt empty now begins to feel full. And the places that felt dark now have light shining through them because God spoke into our lives and into our homes. I wonder right now if you could pray with me that God would speak to you and I in this moment. Father, I pray in Jesus' name for everyone watching this, this service today, God, that the anointing of your presence would begin to be felt in their home and your voice, God, would be heard in everyone's living room, their bedroom, their basement den, that your voice would restore every bit of peace and calm to the church's life. In Jesus' name, where the word of a king is, there is power. When God speaks, everything else has to listen. That's just the way it is. Maybe your world is upside down right now. At this moment, there is much we're in need of. Perhaps your family has been directly impacted by this current crisis. Maybe with health concerns. Perhaps a financial hit and setback or some other measure. Maybe your world prior to this global interruption was running smoothly, but now you feel a sense of panic and turmoil. Or maybe this crisis has simply added another layer to your despair. And you feel just like the opening verses of Scripture. The verses used to describe the earth's condition as God was starting His creative plan. Life might seem like it has no form. 
it feels empty. And you have a sense of darkness looming over you right now in your life and in your home. I bring to you a good word today full of good news. In your home right now, I know you can feel Him moving in your home right now. Hallelujah. Right now, you have access. Somebody hear that. You have access to the life-giving presence of God. It is accessible in your living room. It is accessible in your kitchen or in your den. Wherever you are while watching this service today, I pray you feel Him right now hovering over your life and home giving you a sense of awareness and a deep sense of assurance that he will never leave you he will speak to your darkness these powerful words today let there be light from the close of the old testament prophecies of malachi to the beginning of the New Testament, scholars say that that span of time covers approximately 400 years. Some consider those years the silent years or the dark years. Yet the dark silence and sense of emptiness was shattered with one angelic word of hope for all mankind. Matthew chapter 1 and verse 20. Fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, the angel said. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sin. What better way to penetrate a dark situation? What better way to penetrate a culture and climate that was experiencing hardship and turmoil? What better way today to give you and I a word of hope in what we would say is turmoil, unprecedented times and chaos, that there is a Savior and His name is Jesus Christ. And He comes to you and I today to speak light into our lives and to assure us that we will not die in this situation of our sins that God's hand is upon you and I. John wrote in John chapter 1 and verse 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. In Him, verse 4 says, was life, and the life was the light of men. And I love verse 5, The light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. CCC family, we have a God who is not finished with us. Somebody received that today. He will form the formless. He will fill the empty. He will shine through darkness with the moving of His Spirit and His Word. And all that He's able to do on those two powerful things is create life in this situation right now. Wherever you are right now, I want you to take this opportunity and pray. But I want you to pray out loud. If you have children with you in your home, I want you to pray with them right now. Perhaps you're watching this on multiple devices in separate rooms. 
maybe you could get a little bit closer and pray together. I would invite you to stand with me in your home. I want to encourage you to lift up your hands with me and your voice. Try to eliminate distractions if at all possible. We're going to pray that God speaks into your life. We're going to pray that the power of Jesus Christ continues to hover over your home to bring you to that next stage of development in God's plan for your life. I know we need to pray for healing, and we will. I know we have to pray for financial help, and we will. And for those who are governing our province and our country, that they need our support and prayer. All the frontline workers and those putting themselves at risk will pray. But right now, if the church of Capital Community Church would pray, God, give my home a word. Mom and dad, I pray you take it upon yourself to deliver a word to your home. Declare a word over your kids. Intercede in your home. Husbands, pray over your wives. Wives, pray over your husbands. Kids, don't be afraid or ashamed to lift up your voice. Young people, come together with your parents and pray. Invite the presence of God to hover over your lives and position himself over your life and world and to give you a word that gives distinct shape and perspective and gives hope and light and fills your spirit and fills your world with what produces direction and purpose. Would you pray with me right now? Lift up your hands and pray with me wherever you find yourself. Father, we love you today and we feel your awesome presence with us over this live stream right now. Father, I pray for every saint of God in Capital Community Church, every elder, every mother and father, every child, Lord Jesus, every young person, every new convert and veteran saint alike. I plead the blood of Jesus over them today, and I pray for their homes right now, my God, that they would feel a sense of your anointing sweep into their living room right now, and it would stir a reaction, Lord Jesus, and an awareness, perhaps God, a revelation that you're working in their home in this unique hour. God, give them a word. Let moms and dads rise with authority, Lord Jesus, and speak life over their families, over their children's, over their situation that they're dealing with right now. Father, fill every home. Hover over every home. Bring us, Lord Jesus, as a church family to the next stage of development in your divine plan. Help us to have the perspective that this is a part of the process that we have to endure and that you will see us through and we will find you in this in Jesus name in Jesus name I encourage you CCC Life Community Church I know you're watching this as well I encourage you to invite God to remain in your home and if there is a sense of prayer that has just swept into your home. As, we, as I dismiss uh, from this sermon this afternoon, I pray that the Holy Ghost continues to work in your life and work in your circumstance and that you engage with God's presence even now. God bless you in Jesus' name.